0: Welcome to BNB, Books and Banter, a podcast where we are currently reading through Brandon Sanderson's Stormlight Archive. This is Linda.
1: And I'm Sarah. We're currently reading the first book, The Way of Kings. Given what we know at exactly this
0: moment. Whose journey did you like the best? Journey as in like character growth or the like character that I've been. I would
1: say whose who's character arc, whose storyline did you like the best? <laughs> So let me walk you through kind of my
0: thought process. Zeth, it doesn't have too much. And that's just given the amount of screen time. Mm -hmm. Shalan, she's never been one of my favorite Mm -hmm. characters. And I know there's a lot of... She's actually grown a lot in the books over, I guess, the arc Mm -hmm. of this book. I can't say she's my favorite. And then... Hilariously, Kaladin did not cross my mind. Oh wow. Yeah, hilariously, right? <laughs> so technically not Kaladin for me. So now I'm thinking Syl
1: might be it for me. It would be very on point for you to pick Syl. <laughs> why is why why do you say that? <laughs> well, we both love Syl. As well as that you were very much into detailing everything she was doing in each chapter.
0: That's true. But you said character growth, right? But technically it's more like an awakening she Is that not growth? Okay. If you put it that way, yeah, I'll pick Sel. <laughs> she's my favorite. Like I said, everybody needs a Sel in yeah, their life. Yeah. That's true. But I do have to say she is learning, so
1: yes, growth. She's a completely different character from the start when she's introduced to how she ends the book. What about you? Who would you pick? I would have to pick Calladen. For your favourite? For my favourite character growth in the first book, he starts in a very dark place. He's faced with really, really terrible circumstances. Yeah. And he still fights his way through and comes out a better version of himself than when he started. Very true. He brings other people along with him. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed his arc as a whole. It made sense. It was, like, I'm not going to say realistic. <laughs> it was appropriate for the circumstances he was facing. To counteract the what's your favorite character growth, what was your least favorite? What was the one you just didn't really enjoy? Shallan. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Honestly,
0: <sighs> Shalon is, as a character, is not someone I relate to a lot. It's really hard for me to relate to her. But at the same time, I want her to be freaking amazing. I want her to grow into a stronger character. Mm. And maybe that's me being endlessly optimistic. I want people to be amazing. You can be amazing. I I just think you can. Mm. And maybe that's just also me speaking for hope for myself, because I would love to be a strong, awesome, amazing person, which I know Sarah's about to tell me that I am. (laughs) Yes, yes, you are. So can everybody else, right? So there's a lot of hope for me for her, but very hard character to like.
1: I allow a lot for her because she is so young and sheltered. And I do, I really enjoyed her interactions with Jasnah. They were always great. So she's not my least favorite. (laughs) Who is your least favorite? This is tough. I see, I dislike aspects of characters more than just, like you're supposed to not like Sadaeus. And he doesn't really grow. He doesn't have a character growth.
0: I think we see more shades of him though, right? The shades of him being like Mm. friends with Dalinar and Gavilar and who he was.
1: Yeah, and then how he is now with... So it's implied character growth, how about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has his reasons for what he does, but the whole way that he treats people in general, treats people below him, is pretty gross. I mean, every hardship Kaladin suffers in his camp is because of decisions made by Sadeus. So he's a terrible leader. Yeah, and his character growth doesn't go in an in a good place into a a better place yeah he plots to kill delinor and adeline and the their entire army he abandons them
0: but i can appreciate that because we all grow in different ways Mm. and he grew in the way that he thought was best for him. So he he chose this path. I can respect that. Mm. I mean, clearly, I think Sadeus is really up to something, because every single time I'm like, <gasps> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so suspicious of him for, you know, the first, like, three quarters of the book. I was just like, it's him.
1: And then when it was him,
0: it was like... <laughs> <laughs> and the one time that it wasn't, and I was like, what? <laughs> But he he tricked me, and he uh, held true to his character, so I'm okay with that. Mm. Here's a slightly different question then. Who are you looking forward the most? Like, whose growth or whose story would you love to see more of in the next book?
1: I am excited about Adeline and Caledon interacting more. Oh, heck yes. And seeing how they rub off each other, I think, will be really, really good. I think a
0: lot of their growth is going to feed off of each other. Mm. At least that's my hope. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, that's the hope that they will, because I think they're very different people. Mm. It would be really great to see how they clash. Right. And also how Renarin enters into the whole thing. Mm, Yes. He has had little to no growth at all so far. I'm interested in seeing how he develops as a character. Mm hmm especially Kaladin on the scene as well.
0: Yeah, I think they're going to get along well. And I think maybe Renarin is probably the bridge to Adeline and Kaladin's friendship, mm. if that does happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be my answer. What's yours? Who are you looking forward to the most? Jasnah. I need more Jasna in my life. <laughs> But women in power and seeing how they Mm. navigate that is always of interest to me. I would love to see how they deal with and what kind of solutions they would provide in the trouble that is to come. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. And I hope that they do play some fairly big roles.
1: Yes. I mean, Navani is... Not only the mother of the current king, but she's also now uh, Dalinar's sweetheart. Yeah, so like I said, it'd be interesting to see because I don't know how much power she actually has. Because her complaints so far have very much been that she keeps getting pushed to the sidelines. Yeah. Obviously, her husband died so no longer want to, along the lines of that
0: but also I'm not sure how much she cared to be a leader at this point if that makes sense
1: mm. she does a lot of research mm-hmm. a lot of engineering work right she has a thing that she does that she contributes to and that she's passionate about exactly where I was going that's what she's been showing
0: interest in not so much the political climate and what she can do to mm. be a leader in that space and a, be a leader and a community builder and all I that jazz, right? I'm wondering if that changes with her relationship with Dalinar, because Dalinar does care. He clearly has a goal. Like, he wants to unite Alethkar. Mm. I don't know if that goal is going to be galvanizing enough for her to take an interest. Mm. I'm sure she'll support him. But will she be an active participant in it? Yeah. Will she also take up the cause herself? Will she find a reason to? Or if this is sufficient? I think I would like to see somebody else who would, aside from Dalinar, I would like to see somebody else really champion that cause. Both Adeline Mm. and kaladin have the potential to do so because they care right and they're both again like you said totally different leadership styles Mm. yeah i kind of want to see what's to come be interesting do you have any other fun questions we have a lot ahead of us i mean there's also going to be a lot of rediscovery of abilities i kind of want to see what those are too Mm. if it will impact day-to-day life
1: yeah seeing kaladin's growth his magical growth (laughs) as
0: well we also know that there's more healing i just think overall quality of life could be increased but at the same time it's there's not too many users capable mm at this time so maybe it doesn't have as big as an impact as I would like it to.
1: Yeah. Probably true. I guess
0: this is more of a speculation type question as a fan. Yeah. Because there's so much world building. What type of food do you think is typical fare for I guess all the different countries or places that we we're, we're talking about? I love food.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, food's mentioned in the book quite a lot. Right. Well, in those higher circles anyway, women ate only very sweet food Uh, men ate very much more savory
0: the separation of food yeah
1: obviously i think the lower down you go the less you're gonna encounter that bridge four had their stew very important
0: i just wonder which if any of the countries or places we've seen so far has spicy food you know
1: did we not come across spicy food
0: not sure fact check (laughs) i need somebody to fact check me I mean, there's like some countries known for spicy, spicy food, right? Mm. So I'm just kind of curious to see if that is a thing where they'll visit places and be like, this is the spiciest XYZ, Mm. whatever it is, and have that be a tourist draw,
1: I would be surprised if there wasn't a particular area that is known for its spiciness. The other thing that I'm not sure how accessible travel is going to be, Mm.
0: then it becomes the age-old question of how open the culture is to different foods,
1: right? Well, you have to bear in mind, we traveled around the world through interludes, seeing these very minor characters' viewpoints. Mm. So it's very possible we'll see more interludes like that in different parts of the world.
0: I'm pretty sure it takes like weeks and months to do a travel though, right? I would assume so. So maybe not as much cultural food mixing as we would like. That'd be kind of cool though.
1: Unfortunately. Yeah. What do you think of the plot twist with Taravangian? Um, conspiracy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really, really would like to know if he's also the leader of the Ghost Bloods.
1: Oh yeah
0: i can't dissociate them now because we made that connection Mm. and now i'm just
1: like i need to Mm. know (laughs) because it makes sense to me he's definitely doing this for a reason yes he doesn't come across as one who's just doing this to take over certain countries this is all just a big conspiracy to get more land definitely a far bigger reason behind why he's orchestrating all of this
0: he sees himself Kind of like a savior, you know? Mm. And I just want to know where he gets his information from. Yes. What has he discovered that put him on this path? Because he clearly believes that something is happening and he has a plan because he's picking very specific leaders Mm. and hoping to put, you know, very specific people in their place. Yeah. Conspiracy. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to best say it. If he ends up working for the other side. Mm. Whoever the other side are. Right. If he's being used... And that's the other thing, desolation. Who are the leaders of, you know, whatever the monsters and stuff are? And are they capable of influencing? Mm. Are the leaders reaching out to leaving breadcrumbs for Tarvangian to discover and to influence how he sees the world?
1: Yeah, who's behind the whole thing? (laughs) Yeah, and how much
0: influence is that? Because, again, not fair that the Radiant cannot really influence... Things to come to prepare for a desolation. Mm. Like it always feels like it's, or not always, but that it's a matter of almost too
1: late. Yeah. So why does it feel that way?
0: I mean, I guess I can see that they try to preserve some of the information and it comes out like a religion Mm. but we can also see that it's been twisted already because so much doesn't seem like fact right Mm. Kaladin doesn't know whether or not some of the stories he's heard is true it sounds so fantastical so I guess I can kind of see why they won't be prepared
1: Well, there's plenty of books (laughs) ahead for us to uh, see where it goes. For
0: sure. Trying to see if there's like anything else that's kind of jumping up at. What are the little thingies that I always freak out about? Friends. Friends. yes. I need more Sprens in my life. Mm -hmm. And I really want to know about
1: the Spren researcher. I hope. Oh yeah, that interlude we got with the two of them.
0: Yes, I would love to see what they come up with. I think that's my favorite part of the world building so far. Mm. Just the concept of sprints. What about you? What's your favorite world building or detail about the world, I guess?
1: Detail about the world. I'm still fascinated by the fact that the plants can disappear as you approach. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They'll like suck themselves into the ground. I think it paints for a very different picture in your head. You really have to remember that it's not just grass. This is another entity entirely that will disappear as you approach and yeah. kind of changes how you imagine how everything is happening. That plants are a little more aware, mm. you think? Yeah, the, the plants have evolved to act differently. Yeah. To protect themselves also stormlight
0: as a resource to be used Mm. this is an interesting renewable resource yeah and that's something else i guess i kind of don't understand because of course zeth's homeland they don't have stormlight right
1: yes they're completely different they don't have grass
0: that runs away either is that the only country that's like that? Mm. How can you have
1: this one exception? Because it's surrounded by mountains. <laughs> <laughs> but the storms will go wherever they go. Mm. It is very strange. That there's just one part of the world that yeah. doesn't follow the rest of the rules.
0: I kind of would need it to be more than just the one country. of seems so weird.
1: Very weird. And they're, like their customs and everything are so strange as well. You can see it in Zeth. I need to know
0: a reason mm. for Shinavar's difference. I guess it could be because it's ringed by mountains, but
1: well, maybe another different reason will be provided, but at the moment it's that's the only logical reason I can come up with.
0: It seems very intentional to have just this one that isn't affected. So I guess we'll see what comes of it. Yeah. I don't think there's much else I really want to talk about. Just kidding, I wanted to mention, Let it... <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody's figured out by now, I am the person trying to cram multiple chapters in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think we figured out a good balance, there's a couple where we squeezed in more than one.
1: Mm. I was the one editing and trying yeah. to keep the episode lengths around 40 minutes. They could be shorter if, if um, if that's what was happening. Right. Absolutely, I would let them go shorter. But I was always trying to make sure they wouldn't go too far over. And if they were going over, chopping into multiple episodes started happening.
0: I'm surprised we actually haven't that we would talk so much about yeah. one chapter that we ha- basically had enough for two episodes, which is
1: insane. It was a there were there were a couple of very big chapters though, so. There was one chapter I can't remember which chapter it was specifically I wouldn't be able to tell you the name of the chapter but there Mm -hmm. was one where not only did I have to split it into two episodes I had to split our recording and join it back up because the way we discussed that chapter was very it wasn't linear and I tried to put the relevant bits beside each other (laughs) to make it flow better that took so long
0: it was probably my fault (laughs)
1: like my
0: brain backtracks so much (laughs) all the time if I sound coherent it's because Sarah makes me sound coherent trust me my brain is a hodgepodge
1: (laughs) I think it was both of us but as well as that like I edited two episodes in one go that time with that one because it, it got so large I split it into two, so. Remember, there was one chapter where I specifically said,
0: looking mm-hmm. at it, I knew we had a lot to talk about. And so we knew we had to split it. And so I was like, what we're going to do this time to give us some level of structure is
1: we're only going to talk about world building or... It was like the first half. I think it was split into two, was there two perspectives?
0: Yeah, it was like one that was focused on like what was happening, the world building, and then the other one mm. on like pure character development or something very similar to that. Just because we had so 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 much to say, so that was
1: easier to edit because <laughs> we deliberately recorded it into. It was one session, but we yeah we had very defined boundaries on what we were discussing in each part, so. Yeah, that
0: one was definitely the only one where I came into it with a game plan. Like the other ones were,
1: oops, we talk too much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do. Mm. Um, good
0: stuff. How do you feel about it now that it's been officially like two years that we've done this?
1: It's gonna be three in May. Oh goodness, that's not that far away. Well, okay, now that we. (laughs) I mean, okay, okay.
0: I will say this. I think we've been on hiatus since pretty much September. September. Yeah, we had to take a break. Not because we got sick of each other.
1: No, we we had life, basically. Like, you came to visit me, which is great. I came to visit you. Yes, (laughs) all in this last, like, six
0: months. months. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Holiday seasons.
1: There was quite a bit going on, so it just suited us better to not also have the pressure of uh, recording and editing as well. No,
0: that definitely helped a lot. I think just we had so much happening in the last couple of months. Mm. Big life changes for both of us. Mm. I don't know. I think it came at a good time. Like It just so happened that we kind of shifted our focus for a little bit from podcasting to life. No regrets on starting this i think the learning curve however was very very steep
1: (laughs) Mm. i mentioned that we started in may but we didn't start posting until september (laughs) so
0: there was a lot of figuring out to do like how to host how to sarah had to figure out how to edit (laughs) Mm. so that we had something coherent which also this is going to be change upcoming we're gonna see how linda does
1: yeah, and Linda's, Linda's been learning how to use Audacity. Yes. Which is something I never did. I just went in and said, I wonder what this button does. It'd
0: <laughs> be very interesting to see if people could figure out when we swapped over between who's editing. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to have different editing
0: styles. You know, kind of forward looking. Clearly, we are planning on reading the next book. Mm-hmm. And I know we talked about this. I cannot see us really doing anything different with our pace of how we've covered you know there's a part of me that's like oh that means like and
1: <laughs> season Season two is going to be another two years <laughs> but at the same time I enjoy when we have these sort of in-depth conversations about the book so true that. I don't see a reason to change it because otherwise we're going to lose a lot of what we talk about
0: mm-hmm. you know just wait for another you know by the time <laughs> like we finish the third book I think the whole entire series will be done <laughs> hopefully. We're we're going to be doing this for a while. And <laughs> so far, we haven't grown sick of podcasting. And we have clearly have plans on finishing the series. So we'll see where this takes us. And then there's a part of me that's also mm. like, it'd be fun to really stretch our muscles and do other things. But I think it's gonna, I don't want to mm. take a I don't know if we have time. Exactly. I don't want to take away from this, which is, yeah. you know, something we've been really good about. We've, we've got it down to a routine now, I
1: guess. Yeah, mm. <laughs> no, we do. Um, which is, it's impressive as well, because bear in mind, we're eight hours apart. So we're coordinating around being in different time zones. Quite different. This is technically just a side project for us. We are usually yeah full-time employees. <laughs> it takes up... A- quite a bit
0: of our time to do it'd be cool if we could do more like mm. i said I, I can't imagine but it'd be really hard for us to do more if that makes sense
1: and um, we do what we can in the time we have i'm putting more into that it feels like a little bit too much pressure and that it would take up a lot more of our time that we don't we don't necessarily have so
0: we're just gonna Keep trudging along. Take everybody for a very, very long roller coaster of a ride. And in our next episode, we will start with the first chapter of Words of Radiance. Can't wait to see y'all then.